Hi, my name's Julie Mackin and welcome to the 5-Minute Advocate. Okay, given the State of the Nation, State of the Environment report last week, the never-ending news on the TV concerning the California state on fire, the heat wave ripping through the UK, the US, Spain, Portugal, the never-ending rainfall and fear of flooding we're getting from the northern rivers, I want to talk about hope. Because right now, I think a lot of us feel a kind of existential anxiety about what's happening with climate and with our weather. And we know these are just the very first impacts. We've got a lot more where they came from. So today, I want to look at where we can find hope for a better outcome, or frankly, just hope, because I think despair plays into the hands of large, powerful corporations and really dumbass governments, because despair immobilises us and destroys our capacity to imagine differently. And it's it's kind of our capacity to imagine differently that is really going to get us out of this hole we are digging. So let's begin by acknowledging that we now know what the problem is and what the solutions are, and that's a fantastic start. In Australia, we need to reduce our carbon emissions. We need to stop exporting those emissions in the form of gas and coal. We need to roll out renewable energy across both local and distributed power networks, and we need to start with uh, social housing and renters. We need to start at the bottom and build up for this to be equitable. We need a massive rollout of wildlife corridors across Australia and we can fund this using superannuation funds to bundle together renewable energy, sorry, um, carbon credits, uh, biodiversity credits and salt credits and use those credits to create an income for the super funds. Then they get rich, animals get wildlife corridors, place to live, place to eat. We can do this. Finally, we need to start incentivising farmers to farm in a climate-safe manner because right now we're penalising the farmers who are trying to keep their soil in the ground and vegetation on their properties. That needs to stop. And, of course, safe public transport, bike lanes across our cities. If you want to know about what works, have a look at Sweltering Cities, an organisation I certainly support, and see what we're advocating for there. But finally, give yourself a break and buy a really fantastic book called Together We Can by former Sydney Morning Herald journalist Claire O'Rourke. It is full of creative solutions, brave people, communities that are just sick of feeling like the rabbit in the headlights and are doing things for themselves. It's a really beautiful piece of work. Last week, Claire wrote about research conducted by the Sunrise Project, which is another organisation she's a part of. That research done in 2020 showed about 24% of Australians aged between 16 and 75 were alarmed about climate change. That's close to 5 million worried people. The same research found our top emotional responses to climate change were feelings of uncertainty, anxiousness, frustration, sadness and helplessness. If they'd asked me, I would have put fury at the start of that. That's because I'm a very cranky old woman. So... For her own sake and out out of a desire to find hope, Claire began researching what people were doing and she found amazing stories like the marine scientist inventing a world-first plastic made from seaweed, fund managers investing billions in credible climate-positive investments, retired scout leaders replanting Blue Mountain rainforest, First Nations-owned breweries that operate on a really fabulous philosophy of do less harm, do more good. 
It's really an amazing read and fills you with hope and agency. Then, earlier this week, uh, Pope Francis, the leader of the Catholic community globally and also the Vatican City, announced that he was going to really start pushing for a fossil fuel non-proliferation treaty, similar to the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, on behalf of low-lying nations. There's good stuff happening, but I've got to leave the last word to Claire O'Rourke and what she walked away with after doing a couple of years of research on this. She says, We need to rise to the challenge of holding an uncertain, dangerous future in one hand and the potential of a reconnected, regenerative world in the other. We need to harness our capacity for creativity, our passion for this country, our ability to support each other through tough times. If we do this, perhaps our next environmental report card will be something that we can all be proud of. Go Claire, go us.